Hey everyone, welcome to Unpacking Perspectives. I'm Nicole Davison, your host, and I am so excited about today's episode. You know, I've been planning this conversation for quite some time. And honestly, I think I was planning this conversation before we even realized it was going to be one. Our guest today is actually a friend of mine who actually started out as a client. And when I asked her to come on as a guest, I think she was very surprised, but our journey together within her career, within her life has just inspired me. And I felt it really important, especially this time of the year, to have her on, to share her story, to have a conversation, keep it real. We honestly, we don't even have a script. We we don't have much of a plan. We just want to have a conversation. So I just wanted to thank all of you for joining us today. I hope that you will get as much out of this conversation as I have for meeting this incredible woman. And she, she's already probably getting frustrated with my buildup. I think once you get to know her a little bit, you're going to realize why I, I really wanted to bring her on as a guest. And so I just wanted to take a moment to introduce her. Her name is Jen. I'm going to give you an opportunity, Jen, to introduce yourself, tell the audience a little bit about you and your background, and we'll just have fun and go from there. Okay. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for that wonderful buildup. I I met Nicole through when I was looking for a change for my career. I unfortunately lost my job May of 2020 due to COVID. It was eliminated and I had many emotions about it being eliminated. The journey was not easy to when I first lost my position to when I found Nicole. Nicole changed it for me. Nicole really changed my whole outlook on a lot of things on, you know, what is it that I'm really looking for? You know, do I want to go back into what I was doing before? No, I didn't. I didn't want to go back into what I was doing before. And my career journey really began back in my Teen years when my father, I grew up in Meriden and I was going to school and my dad owned this restaurant and I just worked in the restaurant. So I figured, okay, this will be, you know, like a start to, you know, just a teen job. But then I just, I went to college and I graduated in hotel hospitality management. And that's just where my journey in that restaurant industry, catering, sales, it all began. It was good for a while. Like I really was happy in that. I was probably until I got into my mid thirties when I began having children and I was working long hours and it's just, it's just hard work. And I just kept in the same routine. I just kept it because that's just what I do. (laughs) I just kind of plow through things and don't really take time to reflect on what I need as a person. I, when I lost this position in May of 2020, I had some hard times. I was 49. And I thought to myself, wow, it's like, I felt like it was the end. I felt like I was, you know, being age discriminated out of my position for a younger person. I just had so many emotions, but I'm telling you when I met Nicole, Cole made me think. She really made me think about what was important. She always said to me, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> and, and it's true. Be careful what you wish for. I, I remember being unemployed and seeing a similar position at a university at Quinnipiac. And it was for the food service because that's what I've always been in. And I thought to myself, oh, good. It's the same position. I just was eliminated. I'm going to go for it. 
the whole time I had a stomach ache in the interview. I'm like, what am I even doing here? I don't need this. I didn't need that anymore. I didn't want it. I wanted out of food and beverage, but I wasn't sure what I wanted. And it, it's funny because I remember when we met the first time we had a Zoom meeting, I, or maybe it was on the phone. I remember you saying, I just need to work. I that's that's what I need to do. I don't know what I'm this isn't this isn't me. And I think many women can appreciate that because I remember saying this a lot. You are not alone. So yeah. many women went through this and it's interesting because a few of my clients were in very similar situations where they were in the same career for 20 years, pretty happy or maybe not and not realizing it and mm-hmm. this changed everything. It changed everything. Yeah, I completely agree. Yes, you're right. I did say that I need to be at work. Like me, I I have just a better appreciation. I always thought like kind of progress back to when the kids were young. I always thought to myself, my my husband, I should have listened to my husband years ago when my first child was born, our daughter Izzy. He said, you can stay home if you feel like you need to stay home with the baby. No, 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 no. I need to get back. We need the money, this, that, and the other thing. I should have listened. Because then I probably would have had a different career path already and not changing my chapter at 50. But because I didn't do that, it's, it's okay. But I also realized when I lost my job that, especially during COVID, I realized that, wow, instead of what to expect when you're expecting a baby, it's like what to expect when you're expecting a teenager and guiding them. Holy mackerel. I thought to myself, I've been gone, you know, at my job, you know, working and I'd be gone for 10 hours a day. And I remember getting phone calls from both kids, you know, this, that, and the other thing, but being home with them during COVID was, oh my gosh, such a relief. I can't even imagine being at a job and taking their phone calls because they would have happened and they would have happened frequently. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate what I got from that in terms of being able to be there for them and their own emotional support needed. Absolutely. I wanted to step back for a moment. You, you said the word should have, and I want to touch on that for a minute, because I think that's one of the hardest things to think back on. Right. Mm -hmm. And for any woman out there that is going through something similar for me, I think I obviously tie everything into perspective and when we have that habit of going back to, well, I should have done this, I should. And I, I always want to stop everyone when they say that because you were meant to go down that path, right? You're where yeah. you are now. And in a sense, the perspective that you have now is kind of founded upon where you were back then. And I almost feel like had you not gone through that, you might not have the perspective that you have now. So I don't, I just, I guess I'm saying that because I don't want you to beat yourself up because, right. you know, yeah. that that's the, the journey that we all take is our own, right? And there are some women that without hesitation, they take the path that they do. They know that it's where they're meant to go. And to me, when I think of what you've been through, there were obviously some really hard choices you've had to make and the blessings that have come out of it. You know, that that's one of the biggest things that I focused on in our conversations. And I, I, I was really inspired by it because the change that I saw from the beginning of our time together through the summer of just chaos. And I remember you saying at one point, you know what, this, this actually was a good thing. And you may not have felt that way in the beginning. And, and that's, mm. that's something that is really important. And I, I think many women can appreciate that because some went through this change without choice. Right. And, and some really 
made the choice because they realized what was very important to them. It, and that changed, that changes, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s and, and beyond. Because when I think about who I was at 20 years old to where I am now in my late 40s, my priorities, have, everything changes. And yes, you know, and, and we'll talk about this in a little bit as far as these big life events, these big situations. But when you think about your own career journey, it's changed based on your life. Mm-hmm. not based on your career. So that that's, in you know, in some ways a, a piece of that. Yeah. You can point on that. I think this it hits home for me is that it wasn't my choice. It wasn't my choice. Mm-hmm. I previous to COVID, like right before COVID hit, I had actually, I, in previous years, I was ready to get out of food and beverage or like get into a new position, but I had found something and I thought it was going to be something really good. Like I was so excited about it. But it happened, I happened to interview in the week right before the Monday when everything shut down for COVID. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, oh my God, this is not happening to me again. Like this, here I am stuck in the same routine. But I reflect back on that interview and I reflect back on being my position being eliminated and how angry I was in the beginning. I was angry. I was depressed. I was sad. Like everything, all, every emotion I could have had, I had. And for a good four or five months, it just didn't, it didn't waver for me. And I reflect on all of that. And then I come to where I am now and I'm like, holy mackerel, like they did me a huge favor. I want to call them all up and say, thank you. Thank you for doing that for me. Thank you for kicking me in the butt and getting (laughs) me started on a new chapter that I deserve and that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm apprehensive about you know the new journey because I'm always worried: is it enough money? Is it not enough money? Is are we going to be able to survive? You know, is it going to be the right thing for me? All those things. But I'm excited to start it, and I look back on the whole thing, and I'm I am 100 not mad about my job being lost. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I saw it reposted too. I saw my position reposted and I was like, good luck to the new person. Good luck. Can you share what was your title that was eliminated and where are you going now? So my title that was eliminated was the marketing specialist at the University of New Haven, but I worked for Sodexo, the food service company. Okay. And from there, I, after reflecting with you on a lot of occasions, <laughs> I actually, it just came to me. I said, why don't I just apply to the school system and see what happens? I mean, can't hurt. The worst they can say to me is no, or the worst that can happen is no one's going to call me about any of the positions. So I applied to a bunch of instructional assistant positions. And the day after I applied for one of them, they called me. And I went for the interview and I met with this wonderful woman and it's almost like a guardian angel that was there. She was like, I love your energy. I love your enthusiasm and I want to offer you the job. And I was like, what? You want to offer me the job? Holy mackerel. I'm like, oh, well, I'm ready to take it. So, and that's what I'm doing. I'm going to be at the high school and I'm going to be an instructional assistant and it's going to be good. I think it's going to be really good. What was your biggest hesitation in the beginning of going through this process there? Biggest hesitation was money. Money is the root of all evils, in my opinion. (laughs) So 
I thought to myself, you know, I'm very thankful that I had unemployment, of course, for as long as I did. But I thought to myself, oh, geez, I don't know if I can make less than unemployment was giving me. So, but I thought to myself, you know what? I have to go. I have to just try this. I have to, I have the support of my husband. I have the support of my family, even strangers. I tell, I like to go to the dog park with my two dogs and all these wonderful people that show up at the dog park. And I tell them my career journey or whatever. And they're, and they're like, Oh wow, that's so great. I wish you so much luck. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) Like, I don't think of it as like this big move. And I think this comes from my many years of just being in the career world per se, corporate world, I should call it is like, not the CEO. Well, and, and it's interesting because I think when you are on a certain journey, a certain path in your career, you're focused, you're fixated on that final destination, which we've all learned is always changing. When you start to think about what's important to you, As I said before, what was important to you 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago is very different than it is now. And even 10 years ago, five years ago, when when you think about the the path in marketing that you were going down, the roles that you held, the experience that you had, obviously looking at where you are now, you are certainly overqualified in, in many capacities. But the reason that you are going there, the difference you're going to make with the students that you're working with, you know, your perspective as a mother, as a professional, someone that can really take the ball and run with it. I think they're going to be so thankful to have you. Obviously, you are an incredible candidate. I know that not only knowing you now personally, but from your resume. But when you think about where you've been, when you know, when someone looks at your resume, this choice was a life choice. And that's something I talk about a lot because I know for me, as I've shared, a lot of the decisions that I've made in my career were not because I was unhappy necessarily. It was more because I had to balance my life. And I think this is why it resonated so much. Just when you shared with me where you were going, I was excited because I I know what a big stress relief this is for you to to finally get to this point. But I know that the money, you know, that that was a big thing and it it wasn't even so much that, well, you know, we, we have to make this certain amount because I know that's something that a lot of clients, they don't have that luxury, right? And, and that's something I'm, right. I'm very, I feel very fortunate that I don't have to work a 40 hour week right now to pay my bills. It's, it's correct for everyone, but each individual person has to think about what works for them in their family, with their life, with their own priorities and support systems and everything. And it all, it's all a big process. Correct. So, yes. So that, that really, it, it hit me. I was, when you shared with me that you took this role, I was so happy for you, not only, you know, for the fact that you've been looking for a while, but just for the balance that it was going to provide with your family. You know, th- that was something that I really loved watching on your journey from the beginning of saying, I have to go to work. And, you know, then in the middle of it all, where you shared with me, with your your son and daughter and saying, you know what, I, I actually love being home with them and, and sharing more of their life with them. Because some of the things you didn't get to experience when they were younger, you're mm-hmm. now there for, you're there for them. You know, one of the things that I, I wrote this down and I wanted to ask you, um, and I know I had already told you this before, if you knew then what you know now, what advice would you give to your, and it's funny, I'm saying your pre-COVID self. I mean, we're still obviously going through this pandemic. There's still a lot of questions, but you know, if you knew then what you know now, what advice would you give to yourself before this happened or maybe as this was happening? 
from a career standpoint? Yeah, from a career standpoint, I definitely would have given myself the advice of balancing my life earlier on. I've really struggled with that for probably the last five-ish years, more so than not. And I wish I had given myself the opportunity to jump out of the marketing and into something better for me, better for the family. It's it's really key if you're I was just struggling and we were just like, you know, my husband and I were just like two trains in opposite directions all the time. And what I've really learned is that this time that I've idled off, how, how nice it is just to have that flexibility to be able to do the things that I need to do and to be there for the kids. You said it the best. It's like balancing is key. And if you have that opportunity, you really need to, in my opinion, you really need to search down in your soul and just find the right thing for you. If you're looking for balance, more balance, and you have that opportunity to be able to do that, mm-hmm. I would say go for it. You know, it's, it's, it's so important. It's so important. Yeah. It's just it's less stress. I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't have stress. Mm-hmm. I still have stress, but it's going to be better. It's going to be better. Now, looking back over your career path, what advice would you give to your 20 something self? 20 something. (laughs) It's a good question. It's a hard question to answer. Well, for me, really, I look, I reflect back on when I was 18 going into college, right? Who, who the heck knows? I mean, good for you. If you, if you go from 18 to let's say 60 and do the same thing, same career for all those years, right? Good for you because that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's not me. And I wish now, you know, at some point, I I just really didn't know what I wanted to do. At first, I went to a junior college and just did general studies. I do remember taking a graphics arts class in that at that college and really enjoying it and really finding that side of me that could enjoy something like that. And I remember telling my mom, and my mom was like, "No, that doesn't pay very well. You know, that doesn't. Yes, so doesn't pay very well. Okay, well, who me? Little late, like nineteen year old, like." Okay, doesn't pay very well. I mean, what am I going to do? You know, so I go on to Johnson State College to finish up, you know, the rest of my college years. And she says, Oh, look, hotel hospitality management, you would be really good in that. And I'm like, Okay. So I did that. And that's really how my career journey took off. So I do reflect back on that at age 50. I really remember those things. And they sit, not that my mom, mother's like this bad person and told me to go into these things. But I think, holy mackerel, I really listened to all that. I didn't listen to what I really wanted to do. And so I just stuck with it. Here I am. Okay. You've struck a nerve. You have struck a (laughs) nerve and you have never shared that with me. And it's so funny. And I've talked about this and I will, and I've said this to parents too. I don't know if I ever told you this story, which we're totally going to go on a little tangent, but that's okay. I think some of our audience will be laughing right now. My father, he Uh would say, there's no money in that. Like that's what he literally said when I went to become a corporate trainer, which I still did, but it's interesting. And and this is where I I've said this, even in my opening um, episode for parents to let your children fail. And, And that's something that obviously we can't go back, but this gives you such a perspective and Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you told me that. And it's, it's interesting because a lot of young people make these decisions 
Yes. Based on the opinions of others and not taking the time to self-reflect and learn about their interests and their, their skills and their values and everything else. But, you know, at the end of the day, and this is one of the biggest reasons I wanted us to have this conversation, you change life changes, your path changes, the forks in the road, you you can't plan where that's going to take you. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I, I really wanted to have this conversation with you based on what has happened in the last 18 months. And now it's longer. I mean, it's, it's been Mm. such a long time. And I've had this conversation with students, with clients, with friends, with neighbors. We will look back on this time in our life 20 years from now and remember the fear, the anxiety, the changes, the pivoting. Obviously, so many of us during this pandemic have had to make life changes. You know, even just from a career standpoint, my career changed as as much as it's the same, it's still very different. Right. But, you know, you and I had this conversation earlier. I reflect right now and I've been reflecting on 9/11, right? It's mm. Where we are, at least at this time in our in our recording, you know, we're now mm-hmm. at the end end of August, and we're approaching the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven. And the reason that I wanted to talk to you at this time, I think about your experience with COVID, with the pandemic, with your career, how this changed your career path, right? Mm-hmm. And I kept pulling myself back to me when twenty years ago. My career changed from 9-11. You know, I was a corporate trainer working in an incredible role as a consultant for my company. And after 9-11, everything changed. My priorities changed. My life changed. Um, What was important to me, I had just gotten married. So many things have changed. And, And when you think about the big picture of all of that, I have students right now that we're not even born yet. Yeah. That, you know, they're exactly their perspective of 9-11 is very different than ours. Of course. Our perspective of COVID is very different than a fifth grader that is going through, you know, online learning or anything else. So Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. something that I, I really reflect on. And it's something that I always try to pull it into perspective that each of us are on our own path and journey, and you don't know where it's going to take you. Yes. Does that make sense? So I want to reflect, I want to hopefully in five years, reflect back on this whole experience, losing the position, COVID, and look at it as, it's not a positive that COVID happened, but for my career, it was a positive. And I really want to just look back on it and hope that I'm in the same flexible position or, you know, something different in the, in the Cheshire public schools or even somewhere different. I just really hope that I can look back on it and, and say that I made the right change, that I I did the right thing. I know Mm -hmm. I'm doing the right thing, but I, until I'm in it for a good full year, I want to, I really want to see what a whole full year looks like for Mm -hmm. me. You know, like I really want to see all the changes that come from it. Exactly. And something you said too was really important where the experience of the pandemic and COVID, obviously there were horrible things. I mean, you know, so many people went through so much and, you know, just from a health standpoint, from some lost loved ones, some lost jobs, obviously. Yeah. But I think trying to find the blessings in all of it is exactly Mm -hmm. what you're doing. What I've tried to do 
just like with 9-11, right? One of the most right. tragic events in our nation's history. But from that, when you think past that day, the patriotism that ensued, the pride for our country, for our first responders, and we came together, right? And that's something yes. that I can only hope for with our country, with what we've been through. And you know, I'll often say if there's any light at the end of the tunnel as far as getting through this pandemic for your own individual self, I know many of us appreciated the time with our families more. Maybe not all the time. I think Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> with remote learning. I, I remember talking just when we would go for a walk and I would say Ugh. when people say, Oh, be thankful for the time. I'm like, yeah, sometimes yeah, I'm no. thankful. No, but, you know, no. but we we do. We try to see the positive in the negative. And I think that is what fuels us to move forward and to have that resilience and have that strength. So one of the, the biggest reasons I wanted us to have this conversation was to share a message of hope to those that are maybe still going through this. And that, and that leads yeah. me to my last question. What advice would you give to someone that maybe went through this or is still going through something similar? They're still trying to navigate a new chapter to figure it out. What advice would you give to someone? The biggest advice I can give that someone that's still going through this journey is time. Give yourself time to reflect and clear your thoughts about what it is that you really want. And I'll say that I really wasn't able to do that until I found you. And until I found you and I, I found you on Facebook and I said, I'm looking for a career coach. You know, can someone out there help me? You know, like, do you know of one? Your name popped up like a million times. And I'm like, well, she must be amazing. Ah. And I was so pleased. I really, really, you gave me, you gave me the direction to think things through. You just did. You, you gave me the direction I needed. Finally, finally, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, someone that gives me some good advice, you know, because I still have friends that have left the University of New Haven, have gone to other places as places and they're like, oh, we'll get you jobs over there. No, I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I'm going on this new career journey and I'm going to see how it goes. And I'm hopefully going to leave food and beverage behind. I would just give yourself time to reflect and think things through. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to do. And get advice from a lot of different perspectives too. A lot of different people, I should say. Don't just rely on one person's advice. You could pick out something from, I could pick out things from you and I, you know, something that like, if I go home and I, and I'm nervous to tell my husband, like, oh, I was very nervous to tell my husband, first of all, that I was going to go for this instructional assistant position because I thought again, the money thing, but he was so supportive and <laughs> I really was like, who are you? Not that he's never been supportive of me, but holy mackerel, like. I didn't expect the, like I've said before, I didn't expect the support and the love that I've gotten from so many people about the, mm -hmm. this position. I just didn't expect it. And it like blows me away. Yeah. Well, and so. it says a lot that it, it, it clearly is where you're meant to be right now. And, right. and that that's important. And first off, thanks for that plug. I wasn't expecting that. Um, but you know, and, and that and that's something I think too is is really important for anyone that's going through this. I think giving yourself grace, knowing that you're not alone, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. really 
taking the time to think about what's best for you. Because I think there are a lot of people out there that have very well-intentioned advice, but Mm -hmm. this, and and I've said this to, to clients, this is your journey, not anyone else's. And correct. It, you'll you'll get advice from people that again are well intentioned, but maybe don't have the same career path that you do. Maybe they don't have the same priorities, the same goals, the same values, the same needs. And everyone is different. And it's okay to step out of one area. You know, I've I've had this conversation multiple times in the last month, especially that many are concerned about the gap on their resume. And I said, if, if there's any time that yeah. you shouldn't worry about it, it is absolutely right now where so many people are changing careers, they're reevaluating where they are. And, you know, for many women returning to the workforce after being home, a gap yes. is not, it's not a red flag as it maybe was 20 years ago. So, so yeah, so I appreciate all of this. I appreciate you spending the time to talk to us. I I I'm inspired by your positivity. I know you don't think you always had it, but you do. You do. And I am so excited to, to see what happens for you in the school system. I think that Thank any you. student that works with you they Aww. and teachers and staff, they are going to be so blessed to, to have you with them. And Thank I, just, you. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I appreciate yeah. it. I can't wait too. Yeah. Well, I hope that my listeners can appreciate this story. And and again, I, I really wanted to bring you on because I, I know many women that are going through something similar. And if anything, it's an incredible message of reflection and moving forward past a really hard time. And, and I just hope that it will help someone feel a little bit less alone and inspire them to think a little bit more about what is important to them, not only from a career standpoint, but for their family and their life and their goals as a whole. So thank you, Jen, for joining us. Thank you. If anybody wants to reach out to us, you know how to follow us on Instagram at Unpacking Perspectives, as well as at NMD Careers. I thank all of you for listening today and we will talk to you all soon. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to our episode today. I would be so grateful if you would share this episode with anyone that you think might enjoy listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast. If you want to leave a review, even better. You can follow us at Unpacking Perspectives on Instagram or Facebook. You can also follow us at NMD Careers on Instagram and Facebook. And feel free to email me at unpackingperspectivespodcast at gmail.com. Remember, if you spend too much time thinking about the final destination, you might miss experiencing the journey. Until next time.